Hey family, welcome back to the Bruise Not Broken podcast. If this is your first time, I just want to say thank you for tuning in and also to just ask you to um, hit the subscribe button so that you can be a part of the listening party. Listen, today's topic is called Empty Cries. So y'all know we about to get into a good discussion. But before we get into um, that discussion, I just want to do something a little different. So um, every morning I have like this routine where I would read a devotional um, and then from the devotional I would um, take the scripture that I read and put that at the top of my prayer journal. And then I would pray basically based on the scripture um, that I just read, if that makes any sense. So today's scripture was Romans 2.11, that God does not show favoritism. And my prayer from the scripture was basically um, asking God to show me how to love as he loves so that I can be loving even to the people who are most difficult to love. You guys know what I'm talking about. There are some people in this world who may pluck your last nerves, but being um, following in Christ's example, we are to love everybody. We are to love all of our brothers and sisters. Even the ones who get on our nerves, yes, we are to love them. So when I was reading Romans 2.11, it says, God does not show favoritism. God will not leave you hanging. Just because you've sinned does not mean that God doesn't love you, okay? God doesn't just love people who do right. (laughs) If that was the case, then nobody would be loved, okay? Because we all done some wrong things. We all sinned in some sort of way. But the thing about God is he doesn't just accept the just. He accepts the unjust. He accepts the sinners, not just the saints. God doesn't have a particular person that he just loves. He doesn't have a particular type of people. Like, no, we are all God's people and we need to treat each other as such. We are all God's children and we all belong to the kingdom. So when we are in this world, we need to um, basically love how he loves. Yes, we are to go out there and speak to that stranger that nobody speaks to. We are to give that person a hug that everybody keeps overlooking. Like, do the things that Jesus would do. Jesus turned against the 99 to go after the 1%. That is what we are called to do, okay? Don't just um, don't just converse with people who are like-minded, step outside of your box and start communicating and discussing with people who give you a challenge, who think out the box, who don't even think like you. Love those who are different. Yes, love those who are different from you, who don't dress like you, who comes from a different culture than you, who um, may not see things the way that you see it. Okay, we're not all supposed to be the same. Okay, we're not all going to go through the same struggles. We are all unique and we were all made uniquely in God's creation we were all made uniquely in his image so go out there and just love on people who um will be seen as the underdog go out there and love on people who are overlooked go out there and love on people who are different from you go out there and love on people who are difficult it may be your boss Your boss may be a pain in the behind, but God tells you to go out there and love them anyway. So 
God does not show favoritism. Romans 2, 11. Write that scripture down and just meditate on it. And write in the comments what you gained from, you know, just meditating on that scripture. All right, y'all. So now we can get into today's um, topic, which is empty cries. And I'm also going to be touching um, on empty praise as well. Kind of goes hand in hand. So let's just get right into it. All righty. So empty praise. Sinners do this when they want something from God, but don't want to pay the cost it requires to receive the very thing they are asking for. The word empty originated from Old English. Like it was translated as at leisure, not occupied, unmarried. So by looking at that definition, I see detachment. To be empty means to be detached from God, detached from his will. Y'all following me? Mm, Because this is about to get good. So when we're detached from our source, we go searching for other things elsewhere. But along the way, we settle for resources instead of the actual source itself. Mm, I'm getting somewhere with this, y'all. Okay, so now that we kind of picked apart the word empty, I want us to look at the word praise. So the word praise originated in Old French and can be translated as to laud, commend, or flatter. So when we put the two together, we get unmarried commendation, which basically is meaningless praise because the words used to flatter hold no actual weight. They hold no emotion. It's like someone telling you that you're pretty, but in all reality, what they meant was the exact opposite. Empty praise is an insult to God. I'm going to say that again. Empty praise is an insult to God. If you've been keeping up with me on social media, then you know I'm going through the Bible in order. Usually, I will pick random chapters to read, but now I'm set on reading the Bible as it was, you know, written. I just finished the book of Job and now headed into Psalms. But before I get into Psalms, I had to get this message to you all. Now, there's another episode that may be a part two. I'm not too sure on that just yet, but it's all going to tie in together. But today I want us to look at Job chapter 35. I'm not going to read the entire chapter, but let's focus on verses 8 through 13. If you got it, wonderful. If you don't got it, I'm going to read it to you anyway, because you're probably driving. (laughs) So it says, No, your sins affect only people like yourself, and your good deeds also affect only humans. People cry out when they are oppressed. They groan beneath the power of the mighty, yet they don't ask, where is God my creator, the one who gives songs in the night? Where is the one who makes us smarter than the animals and wiser than the birds of the sky? And when they cry out, God does not answer because of their pride, but it is wrong to say God doesn't listen, to say the Almighty isn't concerned. Mm. I want us to pick apart these verses because I want y'all to see what God showed me as I was studying. So first thing I want to look at is how Job's friend Elihu said that our sins and good deeds have no effect on God, only humans. See, God doesn't need anything from us. He is good on his own, but it's because of his grace that he creates a space for us to be one with him. Your sins have effect on the people around you and so does your good deeds. 
Elihu is subliminally asking, do you want to help your people or lead them astray? Because if we really, really want to be technical, everything we do holds weight, but we have to make sure the good outweighs the bad. Look at Romans 5.19. For as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. So by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Now let's connect that back to Job 35.8. You see how this, the two scriptures piggyback off of each other? Like it confirms that while we have no effect on God, we do play a vital role in the lives of the people of God. What are you doing that is going to help the next person? Like really just think about that. Let's look at verses 9 through 11. When I look at those verses, I realize that the Lord wanted to show Job that many are oppressed, but how many of the oppressed actually cry out to him rather than man? You know, usually when something goes wrong, a lot of people don't go to God first. Okay, they don't immediately go to prayer. They go to their friend. And when their friend can't help them out, they go to somebody else. But you're going to the wrong person. (laughs) You need to go to God. Job was heavily oppressed. He lost his family, he lost his fortunes, and at one point, his dignity. And when that happened, he didn't cry out to God the Almighty. He didn't give God any praise. He didn't say, thank you, God, for my affliction. Instead, he spoke bad about the Lord. Like, let's be real. When we face tragedy, we don't always immediately speak good of the Lord. We tend to blame him off back. We'll say say things like, Oh God, if you were for me, why did you let this happen to me? But see, it's in that question that the answer is revealed. God let that thing happen to you because he is for you. Because he understands the tremendous amount of growth you're about to receive from this affliction. Now, if we keep on reading the rest of Job chapter 35 um, verses 12 to 13, we get the root of today's topic. I know I started off talking about empty praise, but let's get into an empty cry because that's what verses 12 to 13 talk about. That God does not acknowledge the cries of those who call out from under the hand of oppression because their pride is blocking their hearts from dwelling in God's fullness. The Bible is translated in many, many ways, but I'm going to read from my Amplified Version. It says that the people cry out, but he does not answer because of the pride of evil men. Surely God will not listen to an empty cry, nor will Almighty regard it. Now, in my version where it says empty cry, right right next to it, there's a phrase um, in parentheses that says lack of trust. So technically, this whole topic can be transferred into a discussion about lack of trust in God. The reason your prayers aren't reaching heaven's gates is because... You don't trust in your heart for God to take care of the very thing you're crying about. Let's reflect a little bit. Are you under fire right now? Have you been under the powerful arm of oppression? If you answered yes, then I'm going to remind you that God is more powerful than the very thing trying to keep you back. Okay? Instead of blaming God for affliction, start praising him for keeping you alive. Because I'm pretty sure... If judgment was measured by our sins, we would drown under them. But thank God for his forgiveness and patience. Listen, you might have lost a fortune, but you still have breath in your body. So clearly you didn't lose much. 
Okay, as long as God is first in your life, your losing will turn into winning. God is going to turn that bad thing out for your good. Stop crying out to God words you don't even believe. If you really want to make a difference, if you really want to make a difference, Ask the Lord to fill your cup so that your faith is stronger than your pride. Because pride will be the cause of your downfall. Come on now, y'all know this. Pride will eat you up. You know lions are seen as proud. Proud animals. Just because of their strength and their mane. But you don't see them going around flaunting their roars. Challenging every single lion that they are around. No. Lions are also humble. You need to know when to be humble. Okay? Yes, you may ha- uh, you may be successful. You may be one of the top 100. But you didn't get there by yourself. You got there because God brought you there. Because God placed you there. So always, always, always be in a state of thanksgiving. Because if it weren't for the hand of God, you would not be where you are. So... Before I end today's episode, I want you guys to pray this with me. So if you can, close your eyes, bow your heads, and just grab a neighbor, just pray this with me. Father God, I've been under the microscope for some time. I feel like nothing I do is making any difference, but let me not diminish my faith by allowing doubt to live in my heart. Stir up in me, Lord, a hunger that is attracted to your law so that I can walk in the way of the blessed, not the wicked, who only come to you when their gods and masters are absent. Thank you, Jesus, for being a staple in my life, and thank you for speaking truth to my spirit. No empty cry will come out of this mouth. From now on, I will match my words with my heart and praise you from a place of gratefulness. In Jesus' name, may we all pray. Amen. Amen and amen. So y'all, that wraps up today's episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed it, took something away from it. If you haven't already, you know the drill. Hit the subscribe button, drop a comment, drop a review. Hit over to Instagram and follow my inspirational blog and her devotion. And also, make sure you hit over to my website and get yourself a copy of my Steps of Faith devotionals journal. And also, join the 21-Day Supernatural Fast, okay? We can all use a fast sometimes. So, all the links will be located in the description box. Today's episode was bomb, y'all. I'm going to have to start doing those devotionals in the beginning and all the episodes now. But, um, yeah, that wraps up this episode. I love you all. You guys have a blessed rest of your day. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye.